Hi, welcome to the Q&A session. This is where you ask, I, I ask the questions that many people have sent over to me and then I'm going to provide you with very, very insightful answers to those questions. Okay, so let's start with the first question I can see here. This one says, what is training and who is a trainer? What is training and who is a trainer? Okay, training can be defined in so many different ways, but to simplify it, we can actually define training as an organized process or activities aimed at imparting practical knowledge to improve the recipient's performance, whether at work, in business, etc., or to help them attain a required level of skill, knowledge, or mastery. Okay, let me say that again. Training can be defined as an organized process, right? Organized process or activities aimed at imparting knowledge right that's the first thing to impact knowledge to bring education and then to improve recipients performance right to help them improve their performance and to help them attain a level of skill required skill knowledge or mastery training is aimed at helping someone or people improve their capacity productivity and performance it often involves some high level of engagement with defined objectives clear processes that require commitment on both parties but especially on the recipients now if you read everything i just said or if you heard everything i just said you see that i constantly made mention of training being an organized process or activities so that's the difference between information and training that's the difference between teaching and training teaching is an organized pieces of information training is an organized process or activities so training often involves something to do right teaching involves something to know these things are very different right so they might look like they are the same but they are very very different something i'm teaching you something to do when I'm teaching you, I just teach you something to know. So trainers don't just pass information for knowledge sake. They pass information for doing sake. And then I said training is um, aimed at helping you to attain a required level of knowledge and mastery. Training is also designed to help improve capacity, productivity, performance. It often involves some high level of engagement with defined objectives, clear processes that require commitment on both parties, both on, uh, from the person that is teaching, uh, commitment from the person that is training, and commitment from the person that is being trained. Unlike in teaching, where the commitment is on the teacher to pass the information, in training, both the teacher and the, and the listener okay the the trainer and the person being trained has a responsibility to ensure that they carry out their different responsibilities as required by the training okay so let's look at question number two how can i become a trainer how can i trainer? well uh, there are a couple of ways or ideas I have that I can give to you when it comes to how you can actually transit from being just who you are right now to becoming a trainer. So let's begin from the first thing I'm going to tell you is to acknowledge your assets. Acknowledge your assets. You see, you have you possess skills experiences expertise knowledge and capacities or abilities 
that distinguishes you from every other person out there. Why I use the word acknowledge is because this has to do with a conscious effort to appreciate the differences, the potential differences that you possess as an individual. You see, most times we tend to commonize what we are, we can do. We tend to commonize what we are capable of. So, if for instance we are creative thinkers, we, we tend to believe that every other person is like that. But that's not always true. So you have to consciously acknowledge your assets, your skills, your experiences, your expertise, your knowledge. They're going to help you to see the areas where you need to train people. Do you possess computer skills, relationship skills, communication skills, or any other local or international skill that you have, that you know that you have? Do you have experiences in banking, accounting, law, parenting? Do you have experiences in writing? Do you have experience? In, I'm just calling the popular ones, but trust me, there are lots and lots of, of places that many of us have experiences that we can actually provide these experiences as a form of training to someone who just doesn't have it. Do you have expertise? Do you have knowledge that you can share? I often define a public speaker as someone who takes the stress of figuring out some vital information that people are too lazy to learn. Because you see, the truth is, it's not everybody that wants to sit down to read books. It's not everybody that even have the time to sit down and read books. So they would rather have someone take the stress off their neck by being the person to go and read all the books and assemble the most important information and give it to them and they're willing to pay you for that. The second thing I'll tell you to do is to get some preparation or further training. If you know that you haven't been trained, it's important you get training. And this training must not happen within the four walls of a university or a high institution. It could be a one-on-one -on -one training with someone. It could be an informal training, an informal apprenticeship or mentorship training just to get yourself in shape. You see, there is something training does that is very important. The moment you go for training, it improves or it boosts your self-confidence. It makes you more uh, confident when you say you want to train others because you believe you've been trained. Not necessarily because the training gave you words you never had before, but it gave you the confidence to say, okay, I believe I can train and I know how to train because I myself, I have been trained. So get some preparation, go for further training. The third thing you need to do is to find your market, right? Find your market. Who are the people who are looking for the assets that you possess? Who are the people who can possibly benefit from those skills, experiences, expertise, and knowledge that you have? Those are the people who call your market, right? And then the fifth, okay, the fourth step is to create a medium. Create a medium. A medium is a channel through which you reach your target market. Are they on Facebook? Are they in your church? Are they people you can reach through letter writing or through blogging or through email or using all of them? So you have to be clear on your medium. You have to create a medium through which you reach these people. Would I say create a medium or find a medium? I think they are still the same way. Find a medium through which you can reach to them or better still create the medium 
through which you can reach them a lot of people create mediums today through whatsapp facebook groups and different things those are online mediums so discover where your market spends most of your time in and see how you can position yourself there so that you can help them and finally which is the fifth step to becoming a trainer is offer to help so once you get to the medium you offer to help them if for instance you want to you want to be uh, a trainer on dressing you want to help people to dress well you have to go out there and offer to help and say hey I want to help five or ten persons so I want to help everyone here who wants to improve their dressing and their dress culture uh, I have this experience I have this expertise I could help one or two persons through the as the advice or the ideas that I have and sometimes you don't really have to you know make it that straightforward you could start by posting or sharing or teaching things that relates to the area where you want to train people just to give them something that will attract attention that will get them to see that you're someone they can actually trust to help all right so let's move to the third question the third question is why would anyone want to pay a trainer a lot of people ask that question why would anyone want to pay a trainer especially paying a trainer like a whole lot of money well the first reason is because people need skills knowledge and all those things that that you have in order to grow in order to perform better and to get better results i train people on public speaking okay so i've seen people who are struggling with the fear of public speaking so they need help and that's why they are willing to pay me they are willing to pay me because they need help and as it stands i am the guy that's very qualified to provide that help so it's either because I need the skills and often I'm invited to speak in conferences, workshops, seminars. Why I'm invited to speak is because I possess knowledge that people want to pay to learn, to have, right? So that's why people are going to pay you as a trainer. The second reason they're going to pay you or they're going to pay trainers is because trainers help people to produce better results than they can even get in seminars or on Google. You see, you can decide to go and learn public speaking on Google, but that's going to take you a whole lot of time. And that's going to take people, you're going to be listening to people on Google who have different realities from yours. You're going to be listening to people who don't even understand your peculiar, your unique experiences or challenges. But when you work with a trainer, a trainer is going to look at you as an individual and then give you strategies that will work for you. Apart from that, you're going to get answers to your questions one-on-one. But you don't get answers to your questions on Google. You only watch or listen. And that's all you can do. So trainers help you to produce better results. And they can even do that more than in, in seminars. When you go to seminars, an average seminar lasts for about an hour or two and then maybe at most four hours and people don't even get a chance to practice or to rehearse or to be monitored but training would hold you accountable training will monitor you will watch your results and then give you a feedback that is why people pay a whole lot of money for training also trainers are accountability partners people don't often go to school because they can't read those things online most times why we go to school or attend classes is because we need that extra motivation that comes when someone holds you accountable right 
so we want someone that holds us accountable for the results someone that says hey you said you were going to do this now i want you to stick to it someone that gives you assignments projects you know tests and stuff like that just to keep you motivated those are things you can do for yourself and that's why you need a trainer trainers finally are good with execution they are people who know how to get people to commit to the course of action required for their desired results what that means is that an average trainer out there understands what it means to guide people to give people tasks that improves them at their own pace to help people grow at their own pace and to help people become much better than they were so this is exactly why people pay, pay trainers a whole lot of money because you know because of the value that they offer the fourth question i have here is how big is the training industry well <laughs> that's a a whole lot of big if there is anything like that the training industry is a very healthy and powerful growing industry life is getting more complex people are beginning to see the power of learning and development relationships are crumbling people want their businesses online and more and more people desire to learn one or two skills as the world begins to realize how essential skills are to life and business success training keeps on growing i learned from shift um, shiftlearning.com i learned this from shiftlearning.com that almost 4300 workers out of almost 4300 workers a massive 74 percent felt that they weren't achieving their full potential at work in other words they needed some training or coaching grant cardon noted in one of his talks that companies that invest in sales training reap six times more increase in revenue than the ones who don't so that's why sales training is still growing till date one kind of uh, the training industry that is making massive wave globally today is the coaching industry which according to a report by market research firm ibis world at the end of 2014 is a billion dollar industry in the us alone leadership development is a type of corporate training and it's estimated at 50 billion a year and that's 50 billion dollar a year the need for training and some form of empowerment is on the rise and we don't see it stopping people are generally getting disappointed with random information and too much pep talks they need something tangible they need a strategy the potential for growth and wealth and prosperity in the coaching industry is unlimited you can take that from me. you can quote me anywhere the potential for growth for wealth and unlimited income is highly unlimited when it comes to training what i'm trying to say the bottom line of everything is that there is potential in the coaching industry or in the training industry depending on how you want to see it there's a whole lot of potential people need trainers all right people are beginning to realize that they can't do it on their own and that learning through trial error is not effective all right so they want you to help them they need you to train them i have the fifth question here the fifth question is how much money can i make training well that's totally up to you and how much you understand about the industry okay 
there is no limitation to the amount of money you can make the potentials like i already said is unlimited right so but uh, uh how much you can make in the training industry totally depends on you and of course on the value of your training program so let's start from you how much do you understand the industry that you're training people on how much results can you produce for people how much do you understand how to use technology to expand your earning potentials you see because of the invention of technology today people can make unlimited income you can be earning five dollar per training but imagine if 10,000 persons buys a $5 per training program. Imagine how much money you're going to make and these things can be automated. So there is unlimited potential when it comes to how much money you can make training people. But it depends on you. It depends on how far you're willing to go. It depends on how much you're willing to invest in yourself. It depends on how much you're willing to invest in training yourself in the career. Then I also mentioned it also depends on the particular training you're doing. Of course, when it comes to training on health-related stuff, you know that people often pay more attention to health and money, right? Now, that doesn't mean that people don't pay attention to other things like their relationship or how to read a book or how to improve their uh, self-esteem. But what I'm saying is that when it comes to making money, um, saving their health or staying healthy, people are going to pay a whole lot more for that. Right? Because the benefit they attach to that or the value they attach to that is quite high. So you have to be clear on all these things so you, you know exactly how you want to go about creating a successful training career for yourself. Let's talk about the, the sixth question. The sixth question here is, do I need a degree or a certificate to become a trainer? Well, the answer to that is yes and no yes if what you're training people on is a sensitive um often government related kind of thing like medicine health accounting legal therapy and others often you are going to require a professional certificate from a particular body set up by the government uh, before you can do some of these things openly right because of the sensitive nature but then no if what you're doing is not as sensitive as people's health or uh, their accounting, their legal issues, if for instance you, you want to train people on personal development, how to dress well, how to work well, how to be a better model, uh, how to write well, or how to parent well, I don't really think you need a certificate for that. A certificate or a degree may be of help, but it's not ultimate to coaching and training. The most important thing is that you are three or more steps ahead of the people you want to help and that you possess certain skills knowledge and experiences or results that they admire and that they want to have so people want to know that you can get them the results it doesn't matter if you have a certificate on personal development or not they just want to know if you can help them to improve their lives and if you can they'll be willing to pay you a whole lot of money for that the seventh question is what if i'm still struggling in life but still desire to be a trainer this is a very important question you're still struggling in life and you still have this burning desire to be a trainer well if you're still struggling right now if you're still struggling financially emotionally spiritually or anywhere and you still find yourself having this burning passion or desire for training it's a sign 
that you are gifted to be a trainer right because you see the gift of every one of us is always inside of us crying and begging and looking for expression one way or the other the gift we possess is constantly looking for expression despite our immediate circumstances so it's a sign it's a good sign that you have what it takes and really you, you don't have to be perfect to be a trainer you need to understand that too you don't have to have all your life well figured out for you to be a trainer and you don't have to have all the answers for you to be a trainer but there's something you still need to do right you still need to have something that's gonna help you so here is what I'm gonna advise you to do I want you to buy into someone else training program since you're still struggling and you know your reality might not match up with what you want to teach why don't you go to someone else and buy a program especially a program that will help you to conquer your struggles assuming that your struggle has or relates to the particular problem you want to be solving as a trainer if for instance you want to be a financial trainer or you want to be a business coach and you're struggling in your business you, you can't successfully be a coach if you're struggling in your business so you need to go and buy into someone else's program on business success or business development or stuff like that and then the second thing immerse yourself in this program so that you can produce results for yourself first especially in that particular area and then finally create some massive results for yourself once you create that massive result for yourself you can now bank on the program that you bought and use it as an avenue to create your own program and begin to empower people with it i would not encourage you if you're struggling financially to host a program on financial success or stuff like that because your reality has to match up with your claims all right but if you're a financial trainer and you're struggling in your relationship these are two different things so you need to focus on your strength while working on your weakness i think i think that's uh, that's where i'll stop at that okay so look at this question question number eight how can i determine what to train people on how can i determine what to train people on well basically you're going to check your e e e s r s you're going to check your education what, what did you graduate in? what did you study in school can you train people on what you studied in school i studied english in school so can i train people on english or literature phonetics or elocution you know what can i train people on so uh, the, the second e is experience what are your experiences right what are your experiences expertise what kind of expertise do you possess that's the third e and then the t is the talents the S is the skills. What talents do you have? What skills do you have? Can you dance? Um, then we have the R, which is the results. What kind of results have you produced over the years that people admire? And then finally, L, which we call learnable strengths. Those are like the strengths that you actually acquired over the years, probably as a result of your experience or maybe some privilege that you possess if you are privileged to hang around the affluent for a very long time maybe you know something about the affluent that you need to teach people especially people that are trying to sell to the affluent so those are like learner learnable strengths the strengths that you garnered through learning or through exposure then the second thing i want you to do is you need to ask yourself which one of these um experiences expertise talent skills results learnable strengths 
which one of them solves a pressing problem or need especially within your immediate environment okay so you have to ask yourself which one of these things that i possess solves a problem a pressing problem a problem that people are willing to pay money for especially in your immediate environment not like you can't solve problems outside your immediate environment but that trying to solve problems outside your immediate environment might be difficult especially if you don't have the capacity to so start from your immediate and then over time you can grow your client base to outside your immediate environment and then the third which one of them do people always come to you for help so which one of these things your education your experience your expertise your talent your skills your results which one of them brings people or attracts people to you very often which one of them do people often come to you to make inquiries that means they'll believe you that means you're very good at there that, at that particular area that means you can easily start with the number of persons who have been asking your question regarding that particular area and the ninth question is must i be an expert to be a trainer <laughs> must i be an expert to be a trainer well the answer to that is not necessarily but you know that depends on your definition of an expert right because before you can be a trainer you have to be good there has to be some level of competence in what you're training people on right you can't be a quack and say you want to be a trainer because nobody's gonna to want to pay a quack right so you want to be competent in what you're doing but if you're talking about being an expert like being the only person who knows this and you know you're just you're very very good at this like nobody else upon the face of the earth now that's 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 something else so you, you only need to be three steps ahead of the people in the area you want to trade. And if you're a coach, you don't even have to be better than the people you are coaching in terms of the technical skills, right? You only need to possess vast understanding of the field or of the business, of the skills. If, you're, if you want to coach footballers, you don't necessarily have to be a footballer yourself or a great footballer yourself. You just have to understand football. You have to understand motivation you have to understand coaching training you have to understand the the logics and of course the business of football because that's what makes you a coach and you need the ability to help people to stay focused and committed to the process that's what makes you a coach you also need the ability to motivate inspire and help people to make the right decisions and get them committed to those decisions so they can get the results that they want there should be a proof that you are good at helping people plan, strategize, and commit. These are the things you require to be a, a trainer or a coach, not necessarily the, the technical skills. Alright, so I have the 10th question here, the, ten, the question number 10. How good do I have to be to start training people? Well. The answer to that is you have to be as good as you really have to be to really help people at a particular level to create the level of results they desire. This is in two ways, right? If you can serve people at level 2, then focus on serving people at level 2. If you want to serve people at level 10, focus on serving people at level 10 because you can serve them, because you can help them. If your experience, your skills, your expertise, uh, cannot serve people who are CEOs, business owners, then why don't you focus on startups, entrepreneurs, 
people looking for what to do with their lives i mean that's a niche right so you can actually start from there you don't necessarily have to jump the ladder and start trying to train people who are higher than you okay life is in levels find your level and the level you're going to find are people that you are good enough for everybody is good enough for some people at some point if you are in the university for instance you're you're good enough for the secondary school students right or the high school students why because you've you've gone through the process and you've come out successfully hopefully so you have to be as good as you have to be to really help people that's as good as you have to be and question number 11 question 11 somebody asked me what are the skills i need to become an excellent and outstanding trainer well i have seven skills that i'm going to teach you that's going to help you to become an excellent and outstanding trainer the first one is the ability to get along well with people you need to be very good at getting along well with people you have to be a nice person and a trusted person it's going to help you to be a trainer Secondly, you need the ability to ask the right question for diagnosis. As a trainer, you ask a lot of questions to diagnose the situation and the problem, figure out what really is wrong before you prefer solution. So you need to be very good at asking the right question because the right questions, we get the right answers. The right answers will produce the right results. Now, in reverse, wrong question, wrong answer, wrong answer, wrong results. The third ability you need or skill you need is the ability to source and find pragmatic solutions quickly. You need to be someone who can help people find solutions from anywhere. You don't have to have all the solutions, but you need to have a way of helping people, pointing them to the right direction, right? That's what makes you a good trainer. The fourth skill you need is technical experience, sorry, technical expertise or knowledge. You need to have the know-how. Now, this does not apply to everybody, but it applies to some fields, right? You need to have the technical know-how, for instance, for you to be a consultant. You need to be someone who understands how to use the computer system, for instance, for you to be a computer trainer. So, if you're going to, if you're going into any technical area, you're going to need the technical know-how for you to become a successful person in that, a successful trainer in that side or in that field. Number five, communication skills. You need to be someone who is very good at communicating. All right. I have, I could recommend my books and training and audio programs on communication to help you improve your communication skills, but they are very, very vital. It's important you know how to communicate with people. And six, you need the ability to help people to execute or apply the ideas and strategies you teach them. This is what takes me time when it comes to training. You need to learn how to design curriculum or a course of action or activities that actually help people to commit to the programs or to the project that's what differentiates a trainer from just being a teacher and finally you need the ability to market and to sell your programs i recommend my sales training programs and audiobooks you could actually get them on my store but you need to become someone who can market your program. The words, the times have changed. Nobody's going to sell your program for you. You'll be the one to sell your program. You'll be the one to take it online or offline and get people to buy into your program so you could actually help them get the results they want, right? So question number 12, should I quit my job to become a trainer? 
Should I quit my job to become a trainer? Well, the answer to that is very simple. Not yet. Not yet. If you are still starting out, you're still launching, you don't have a huge client base, you're still trying to test the waters, don't quit your job yet. Build your business first, right? Get a job, focus on the job, do your training part-time until your training produces results. I'll show you three things you need, you know, before you finally say, okay, I want to quit my job to go into training. First, you will need to have you need to have enough clients demanding for more of your time. And these clients are willing to pay for the time they are demanding, right? So you need to have enough clients saying, listen, we want to pay you. We need you to come and work with us. And then your work is now getting in the way of your clients' um, demands and they are willing to pay for it. And two, you need to have enough people willing to make financial commitments that can sustain you. So it's not just about people paying, but also about people paying enough money to sustain you and your family if you already have a family. And finally, you are in demand, especially in high demand by people who can pay you. See, before you leave your regular job to jump into the training or coaching industry, you need to you need to be sure that you have a regular flow of clients or customers because it's not about making money this month or making money for the next three months there's gonna be next five months next 10 months next 20 months so you need to be sure that you have a system that generates clients on consistent basis before you could quit your job so that you can sustain yourself in the long run right so you need to be ready to build and run your own business before you finally say okay i want to quit my job to become a trainer because becoming a trainer is actually a job is a business so you need to be sure that you're willing to work full time and produce the level of result and be held accountable also for the profits and losses that's going to happen in your business you know becoming your own your own boss is not an easy thing so you have to also decide that for yourself question 13 what's the difference between training speaking counseling consulting and the rest of them well i think i've said something about that you know before but don't be confused by semantics a coach and a trainer are not much different in function if you look at it a trainer is a coach in football right in football we call them coach but what are they doing they're training people right and in fitness they are called coach what are they doing they are training or they could be called trainers in football so you see in function they are almost doing the same thing but there are places where we have differences like consultants consultants are generally very experienced and knowledgeable people who can work with companies and organizations they diagnose issues and prefer or recommend solutions that's going to help to solve those issues and they don't have to be hold <coughs> excuse me they don't have to hold the organization they are working for accountable so they just you know prefer solution trainers and coaches generally address individuals and small groups but consultants on the other hand address companies and organizations <coughs> excuse me so um, speakers generally are people who speak or who teach teachers are known within the the framework of a school speakers can be teachers you know so basically i want you to just go to the dictionary or go online and just research the different things about um, training speaking counseling consulting 
one thing they share in common is that these people provide solution in the form of information especially through the words of the amount okay that's the similarity between them and then the rest are just semantics question 14 please how long will it take me to succeed as a trainer well it's going to take you as long as it takes to some people it takes 10 years to some it takes five years to some it might take you more than 10 years there is no magic formula to it it all depends on you your reality your experiences and of course your luck um you see training is not a get rich quick that's one thing i want us to know training is not a get rich quick skill so you're not going to be doing this so that you hit your next million in the next five hours that's not how it works it's going to take you time to build yourself to the point that people are willing to invest a whole lot of money into your program but you then stay committed to it do not go into training just to make money trust me you have to go into it because you want to make impact the money will come with the things i'm teaching you the money will come but you have to go into it because you want to make impact the first two to five years of your experience in training industry will generally be about you getting some learning training experiences to boost your credibility for the years ahead of you if you already possess some high value skills expertise or knowledge uh, that means it might be faster for you with little training but if you're just starting out with little or no high value skills knowledge or expertise you will definitely need some time to develop and grow yourself and your skills to the point of profit but then don't be in a hurry take your time to grow and grow strongly to make it faster though you may need to attach yourself to an already existing and successful coach whose presence mentoring experience and platform would add some high value advantage to you and your brand so you could actually make it a bit easier by attaching yourself to someone who is you know a bit successful or who is very successful i meant to say all right so thank you so much for paying attention in the these are just 14 questions i've just provided answers to and i believe that the answers i provided will really help you to gain clarity as to what it really takes for you to build a successful coaching business the other answers or questions you have that i have not answered you can actually send to my email and i promise you i'll get back to you on one-on-one and i'll provide you with viable answers that's just gonna work for you